Morgen Day. That's a terrible <laughs> German. Um, welcome to the Tag and Brando podcast. I'm Taggart. This is my friend Brandon, and we are talking Hey-o. like we do sometimes. Yes. On this podcast, we have a conversation. That's what this podcast is. We talk to each other, and hopefully, you guys enjoy the conversations that we have. We're going to talk about like normal. We're going to have our uh, question of the day. We're going to trigger some memories. We're going to talk what's new with us this week in the new, just one thing. And that's what it is. So, how are you doing, B? Yeah, uh, a little sweaty, uh, toasty out here, but uh, I'm doing all right. Gross. Thanks a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, why don't we get right into that? Because we are we are we are jumping into the question of the day with that in mind, Taggart. (laughs) What grosses you out? Oh, so many of the things. Okay. It hit so hit many other things. Well, I'll hit you with this first off. This this week I had to do dishes. Um, Ooh. Um, I won't say how long some of those dishes had gone uncleansed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. But uh, I had a sink full of uh, water that some of them had been soaking in. You gotta let you gotta pre-soak, man. We'll talk about dishes another time, but that's yeah. Right. Anyway. Well, well. here's the thing. I've uh, been there so long that whatever used to be on those dishes had formed into some kind of unidentifiable sludge at the bottom. Ooh. Okay. And uh, we don't have a garbage disposal or anything like that. So I had to dig that out with my hand. Th- oh, Throw okay. it in the trash can. So, um, yeah. Viscous things like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Semi-gelatinous, oozing well, something. If I can't identify what it is or where it came from, that's disgusting. So that icked me out a little bit. It wasn't terrible. I did, you know, the thing that gets me the worst, I think, of, every, of all the things uh, is, is uh, throw up. Oh, really? Okay. I, uh, yeah. Your own or others or your kids or what? Yes. Exactly. Yes. Oh, okay. Just any any regurgitation. Well, <laughs> vomiting is one of my least favorite things in the world to do. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't know if we've talked about it. I will try to hold off on throwing <laughs> up, even though I know I need to, like, or that it's going to happen. I try to. Hold that off as long as humanly possible until it's just like, right. nope, 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 you're not going to win. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to, it's coming out. So it's whether com- it's going through your nose or through your mouth, it's right. <laughs> it's up to you. Exactly. But uh, I can't um, like cleaning up someone else's vomit or your own vomit or whatever. It's a little different if you just vomited. You're just like, I'm smelling that smell regardless. But if it's somebody else's, like, mm-hmm. vomit smell just wants me wants me to vomit. Like, I can't smell it without being like, ooh, I'm going to gag a couple times for sure, at least. And hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I don't get to the point where I'm puking as well. Um, so, yeah, vomit is a, is a big one. 
it grosses me out. What about yourself, sir? Well, I was just thinking, I guess we should have, like, put this up, and maybe this should be in the description, like, oh. this is not, like, a tr- trigger warning or any anything, <laughs> like, trying to, trying to get people, like, like, oh, I can't even talk about it. Oh, that, nope, I did it. Like, that does it for me. Right, um, right. Kind of, kind of thing, because I know that those, there are those people out there. And I really thought about this, because, I mean, I've had some gross jobs, and I've done some things, you know, that are pretty, you know, uh, dirty jobs-esque, you know, Uh micro style, um, and stuff like that, and I thought about it, and for me, the gross factor, first of all, is there's there's kind of two elements to it. Yeah. It's the the social element and the sickness element. Okay. Like like if I am in like at work, we'll say. And at work, we deal with saliva uh, samples uh-huh. and we deal with urine and we deal with blood and and stuff like that. So we have like the proper you know, protective gear. We like, we're supposed to wear gloves. We're supposed to, you know, uh, wear our coat, like lab coats, open it only in certain cases and yada, yada, yada. Well, some people are just like gagging. Cause they're just like, Oh, Oh my gosh, this smells so gross. Or, Oh, it's spilled in my hand. It's like, yeah, but you're wearing gloves. Right. Like, like there is very little in the world that I, wouldn't be willing to touch if I was wearing like the proper gloves, I guess, right. you know, right. Cause technically you're not touching it. Right. 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 And so, um, so yeah, like if you're digging through your sink with your bare hands, you know, or you're cleaning up puke with like just a paper towel or something like that, right. I can see that element kind of, kind of getting in there. But for me, like, I do see kind of almost like, you know, you laugh less when you're like on your own watching like a TV show or something, uh-huh. and you, but you laugh way more when you're like hanging out with your friends and, or watching, you know, a movie in the theater and stuff like that. Like I, I have that same element with gross stuff. Interesting. If I was, yeah, like if I'm the only one in the room and like something, you know, I have to deal with something. I'm like, meh. But if it's like other people are there and it's just like, oh, gross, man. You got like your sweat on me, you know, <laughs> right? You, you just you like buy into it. You're like, you're right. Yeah. That I'm is like, gross. Oh, uh, yeah, that is gross, man. Or like, you know, um, something like just that. An and easy, so- <laughs> just an easy sell. You're like, oh, that, that paint's a little gross. You're like, you know what it is. I don't like it. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's touching me. It's touching me. Um, but like, even as like a little kid and stuff, I mean, and little kids are gross, but like, I mean, I was, the, I was the one, I was the one that was like, I was bored with fishing. So I would just like jump in the water uh-huh. and like, and of this like dirty, nasty lake and all that kind of different stuff. Um, and so like the other element, I guess, is because I've, worked and done these these kinds of different things um it is like like it like you said if you don't know where it's coming from or you don't exactly know what's 
growing <laughs> in this right. in this sink pile. You know, because right. like, yeah, like if it's like, oh, this oatmeal's like three days old, and you're just like, like it's like, but it's you know, 99% oatmeal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. You're but like, if ah. you had, but if you saw that same thing in someone else's sink or whatever, you're just like, oh, that could be anything, you know? Right. 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 And, and stuff like that. And so, um, so I think like the infection factor and that's why, you know, you're taught that like all blood is infected blood, right? Like whether it's from yeah. you know, a kid Right. Or, yeah. You got to treat it that mm-hmm. way. Exactly. So right. biohazards are like, like you're going to get something if you, if you touch this. So don't. <laughs> right. Right. So, right, right. but I mean, like, that's the thing, no matter what it is, you really need to know where it comes from, be it blood or, um, you know, other bodily fluids or something like that. Like knowing the source, like I don't think, I don't think it's that bad. And if you could also deal with it, you know, like, I'm not like saying right, like, right. oh yeah, I'll, I'll do a baby's diaper and just like, if it gets on me, it's like, oh, okay, well, let's just wash your hands. It's not like, oh, I'll just go without, go about my day with this, like, right, you know, right. just everywhere. There's still like, there's a degree of, I'm grossed out, so I'll go fix it versus mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to freak out a little bit because it's so gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, you and I specifically. I mean, if we're taking like a couple of grossed out things, like, um, like blood. I mean, I mean, we've talked about it a lot in the show. Uh, you and I have a habit of getting bloody noses a lot, and so it's one of those things right. where it's like that. That doesn't phase me at all. <laughs> like. It's just like no, oh, yep, no. That, Some people are like, blood. oh, blood, and then and their insides are on the outside um, mm-hmm. because they saw blood, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Like, but blood doesn't bug me too much. It just depends on you know. It's the wound, right? It's the, the severity right. of the wound that's going to freak me out. I'm like, <laughs> can I see this man's bone? No. Right. Mm, he's probably mm-hmm. fine. Versus, oh. <laughs> Your femur is sticking out? This is bad. This grosses this is, me yeah. out some. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, um, so I definitely think it's it's like that whole, like, is this going to infect me? Then I'm worried about it. Because even, like, bugs and stuff like that, like, I'm not worried about, I'm more worried about, like, mosquitoes and ticks than I am, um, like, centipedes or like worms or you know spiders except for except for scorpions scorpions are the most terrifying creature in the entire (laughs) world and whoever doesn't i will fight whoever (laughs) like as long as i don't have to fight um like a clash of the titan style scorpion i will fight anybody over scorpions that's hilarious yeah that's interesting you know i think um the sight of centipedes only freaks me out because I saw Willy Wonka as a child. Like <laughs> Willy Wonka? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Okay, it's the whole what? it's the whole tunnel boat scene where they go through and all of the bugs are like projected crawling all over the wall. You have oh, okay. you've blocked this scene out. 
I well, I I am aware of the scene okay. and like okay. the swirling sounds and stuff. I just the 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 bugs just didn't pop out in my mind. Like, yeah, dude, that's anyway. such a weird scene. Like from that what movie. What was up with the seventies, man? Seventies were like, so weird. You're like, check it out. Like we're in this happy, cool place. Don't make mistakes now. Also, you might die. And this is going around and around. I don't remember exactly what he says. He didn't say that they mm-hmm. would die, but at least like yeah, something and all the creepy crawlies, and we're in this tunnel, and everyone's like, "What's going on?" And he's like, "And here we have." Television. Uh, I don't know. But uh, right. I forget what happened <laughs> after, the next, after they the get, next scene. They get off yeah. the boat. I don't remember. But, right. But, um, yeah, they just came from, like, the big chocolate. The, it's the big, uh, you know, pure imagination scene, right? Where they're running right, around. Right. They're like, this is cool. And they get on the boat. And then they Gust- immediately. Gustus is, Gustus yeah. is sucked up. Gustus right. is gone. <laughs> right. But they immediately get on the boat and go through the tunnel. And then it's like, and it's freaky now. Um, right. So, anyways, that's where that comes from. So, I do, I do have a little grossness to the creepy crawly. Um, uh, I don't know what it is. If it's like a uh, just knowing something else is alive on me that I didn't permit to be <laughs> there. Okay, that freaks me out a little bit, especially if it's something that's like you know crawling up or something. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Um. Bugs in general, if I'm like, hey, bug, you're over here and I'm over, you're over there and I'm over here, we're copacetic, like, no worries. But Mm -hmm. uh, if you land on me, we're going to have a problem, you know? What about, like, other, like, pest creatures, rats and mice and, you know, stuff like that? Uh, So I had mice in an apartment that I lived in, in uh, West Virginia. Oh, and uh, I re- so that was the first time I'd ever experienced mice. I've never experienced rats up close. I have seen rats mm-hmm. in Southeast Asia, and I didn't want to be anywhere close to them, <laughs> right? <laughs> immediately, but uh, but the experience of coming home one day to that apartment and then. And then realizing that all over the kitchen are little poops on our table, on our See, counter. See, that's, that's exactly table. it. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is gross now. Um, yeah, that was, you know, like, none of this food is good. Throw it away. Right. Throw it away. <laughs> We're yeah, going, so to, that's, that's... <laughs> going to the supermarket today. That's the biggest thing with mice and rats for me. It's just like, oh yeah, the the creatures themselves, you know, they're menacing and they're kind of whatever. But I mean, like seeing it, I'd just be like, oh no, that means that there's poop and pee on all my stuff. Oh yeah, dude. and and it's like, and, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a difference. Like a rat, like a rat might mess with you. You know, a mouse, mm-hmm. a mouse is not going to mess with you if he knows unless, you're there. Unless you're Nathan, unless you're Nathan Lane. Right. right. <laughs> but if he <laughs> knows you're there, he's going to stay on the outskirts. He's not going to come anywhere close to you. He's going to wait for you out of the house to go for your food. 
but our, mm-hmm. our, our rats, man, they're uh, those guys are uh, they're bold, and uh, yeah, and that's a whole different thing, you know. The whole thing about just like uh, think about uh, Lady and the Tramp, the whole, that rat is going to kill that baby. That's what's going to oh, yeah. happen in that movie. And, and uh, <laughs> in case that's, you haven't, that's what we got out of Lady of the Trip. <laughs> in case you haven't seen that movie in a minute, mm-hmm. that's the whole inciting incident at the end there, right? Does Where, that happen in the live action? I haven't seen the live action. Ooh, I've only seen it once. I don't remember. But that's like uh, the big okay. thing is that that rat, it's going to kill that baby. And, mm-hmm. uh, and the tramp, you know, runs in there and like saves it and they're like, and the maid all freaks out. She's like, the baby, the baby, you are a bad dog. And, and but the audience is like, he saved that baby's life. Uh, anyways. <laughs> oh, wow. And that is our wrap up of uh, Lady and the Tramp. The un- <laughs> Tramp, the unsung hero. Of- yeah, man. Oh. No, you, that's, you forgot. That's a that, that movie's so slow. And then the baby almost dies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, yeah, and, and all of it, that's the thing, all of it stems from this, like, worry of disease, you know? Right. But from there, we've associated incorrectly a lot of stuff as, you know, gross and everything like that. Like, a lot of it is. I mean, like, like I mean, any any bodily fluid from any animal... Um, it's probably going to be containing stuff that you don't want. Um, right. And then add to that, you know, food, like sitting out, is going to be growing stuff that you probably don't want. And so, you know, we've got those smell, you know, like the stuff that, you know, smells and everything like that. Um, but there's, I'm trying to think of something like inherently sterile that like people are like grossed out by the word moist the word moist <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean like okay Some like people okay let's that. say like urine for example urine is you're not going to usually get anything from urine but if you got anybody's pee on you like oh, even yeah. your own pee even your own pee you're like oh no <laughs> my shoe you know like you freak out um and stuff like that right. or like paint like some like you know like Paint's not going to give you a disease, but if you, like, you know, people would see it as, like, dirty or whatever. Right. But, I don't know. So, but no, I mean, yeah, definitely. Uh, it is always it is always a little bit hesitant, whether it really grosses you out or not, to just reach in a, a full sink and just, right. like, over, overturn something or going right. through your fridge and like open up those like those no, containers. Yeah. Like, what it, was this? I don't know anyone who loves that day when they're like, "There's something yeah. dead in that fridge, and I have to find it today. I gotta did go I, through there I, and find it." Did I tell the the avocado story on here? Ooh, I don't Where know. One day um, when I was living in Canada, um, you know, it's only there's only two people that live here, so we're pretty aware of each other. We spend you know we spent like 24 hours a day together. And I just reached in the cabinet, and I was just like, when did we buy an avocado? And I pull it out, oh, and yeah. then I turn it over, and there's this little spot of orange on the back, 
because that's what it was. It was a navel orange that was completely green and wrinkly and dark to the point of resembling an avocado, like being classified as an avocado. And so then I was like, "Ah!" and so I chucked it in the trash and then this plume of green spores just rain out. Straight mold. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Shoot. So. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what do we got for? Ooh. Trigger memories. Let's trigger up some memories. Now, I, I wanted to talk first concerts. Um, Mus- musical or mu- sure. Was there any? What I guess, yeah. Whatever you like, whatever you like. If you had a concert of, I don't know, uh, dancing or whatever, that covers it. But it's like, I, you know, if do you have one that you was like your first thing that you like paid for to go see it? Yeah. So there, I, I, I don't know if we've talked about this, but I'm kind of. Uh, I'm going to say like two decades behind on music and nice. have been like, have been like most of my life. It, it's more like, I mean, I'd have to kind of figure it out. It's more kind of logarithmic, but, um, <laughs> when I was, a little, when I was a little kid, uh-huh. I listened to old, I listened to oldies right. with, you know, with, with Robin and my mom and everything. And then, um, when I listened, when I was in like high school, I was like really into disco music and funk music and then in like college, I was really into like '80s music and uh-huh. um, and like early '90s and stuff like that. And now I'm into the like you know, listen to the mid 2000s and everything. So I'm kind of like pushing my way through and somewhat catching up. But you know, <laughs> my wife like did a test. This was a long time ago. This was probably like six years ago. She's like, sing the most recent song you know the lyrics to, and it was like a Beyonce song from like. 10 years previous and I'm like and I don't even know half the words and stuff anyway gotcha so the first concert that I actually ever went to because most of the people that I would listen to aren't touring anymore (laughs) was legitimately Casey and the Sunshine Band get out that's yeah this was like in 2010 okay so I didn't go to any like high school or anything. I went to a lot of stand-up comedy as opposed to oh nice um, uh, music and stuff. But yeah, Casey and the Sunshine Band, uh, just in this little arena, like this outdoor arena, and it was funny because like I was there and there's a bunch of an older generation and then a bunch of you know college kids right that are just like oh yeah, but all the college kids were dressed. Like they're in the '60s, like they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna and da, da. and so some of them got he like brought some of them up on stage and he started making fun of them that he's like, this is like how old do you think I am? <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, you have no idea. Like you, it's like everything's a blend from like 1950 to 1980. You have like, oh, it's all the same. <laughs> like That's anyway, funny. yeah. Um, but yeah, man, what's, what's your first concert? Did you, well, let me ask you a few questions. Uh, did you, did you go with anybody? Did you just go by yourself? Yeah. So I just went with this, one of my friends, Sarah, like she, she worked there. And so she worked for like the venue. Where was it? Where was um, it at? 
Uh, he was in Orem, Utah. Oh, okay. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. That's but, right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, and did they? Did you? Do they have an opening band? Did you know? Oh, I don't remember. I don't think so. Oh no. Okay. I think it just was. They just, he just he just got up there and they just they did their boogeyman and so on. And <laughs> what? That, and that was it. <laughs> How big of a venue was it? Was it inside? No, it was an outdoor little amphitheater, and okay. it was it probably seated. 500 people maybe okay like not very many so not huge that's no. cool that's cool though yeah. like that's a mm-hmm. little intimate it was very much a lot more concert. intimate yeah that's cool exactly like yeah mm-hmm. like we were like you know third or fourth row so we were like pretty close and everything so yeah this is a lot of fun nice man that's awesome. That's why you can bring people up on stage because it's just like, <laughs> right. oh yeah, we're right here. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, I'm basically mm-hmm. in your lap. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, my first concert. So interestingly enough, my music history started very similar to yours. I grew up mm-hmm. listening to oldies because of my parents, and basically only listened to music from the '50s, '60s, and '70s through. Uh, middle school right my friend Tyler started to introduce me to 80s music uh, uh, I guess that would have been in high school because we weren't really friends until high school and uh, mm. was very resistant to 80s music at first <laughs> I remember even though it's it's a decade in the past you're just like ugh I don't know. How long does this? How long does this last? This is not good. <laughs> I don't know. I just realized at some point that I knew the words to "Don't You Want Me, Baby," and I was mm-hmm. like, "What? What's happening to me?" Right. This person used to be a waitress in a cocktail bar. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so it started to inter- and maybe. Then- Video did really kill. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I guess I was introduced to some popular things as well. I guess it was all around the same time. Because mm-hmm. uh, would catch a video every now and then on MTV or, or whatever. But uh, I didn't, like, I missed the whole grunge thing. I didn't understand that when that was going on. All the right. kids in my class, of course, loved it. And I was just like, I don't but it, but it's not, uh, but it's not Brandy. She's a fine girl. Right. Um, so this, this, so anyways. this is telling us a message, but it's. I mean, I guess Brandy's a pretty sad message, but this one's a really sad message. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Right. Brandy at least still has hope. You guys have no hope. I know, and he had the sea. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Sailor had the sea. Um, but, uh, so anyway, so in high school, I started to like, start listening to other music and things. And, uh, one thing that was real, you know, that was real big around that time, uh, cause I was starting to listen to more popular music and stuff like this was Matchbox 20. This is like oh, okay. late nineties, mm-hmm. late nineties. Uh, you know, I remember, uh, f- the first time I realized I kind of like 
uh, Matchbox 20 song. Um, it was either was in the weight room <laughs> at at uh, at our school. I had at one point. Wait, oh, the weight room. The actual thought, weight room. Yeah. I, I, okay, when you just said weight room, waiting room, like a doctor or right, 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 like right, right. dentist office, was what came to mind, and I'm like, a weight room, waiting room in the school. Okay. So the the gym with the weights, got it. Yeah. So it was either it was either cross country because in cross country we had weight days where we certain days of the week we'd go work out in the weight room or I had weights class at one point and I'm not sure I can't decipher in my brain which it was um, uh-huh. but I took weight class for one semester or something and it wasn't like a class I thought it would teach you like do you want you want this kind of muscles like this as you do. The big, <laughs> you want these kind of muscles. You know, you, you right? just want to be toned. You do lots of reps. You know, low weight, lots of reps. You want muscles. You do lots of weight, you know, low rep. Um, like, they didn't teach us that thing, that stuff. They were just like, well, just work out. <laughs> like, this isn't a class. Anyways, that's not oh, what right. we're talking mm-hmm. about. I'm taking a long... I think my brother... Took yeah. weights like six times. Like, yeah, as so. many times as he could take it. <laughs> so, uh, but anyways, so we like Matchbox Twenty. Uh, around their second album came out, which was what, Mad Season. I think this was ninety nine or two thousand. It was like when I was a senior in high school. Um, my friend Tyler and I, who introduced me to the eighties. We went and saw Matchbox 20 uh, at DU. They, play, they were playing at DU. First time I'd ever been to DU. We went there. Denver University. Denver right? University, for those who didn't sure. know. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was where my wife went to school much later. And we went there and uh, <laughs> yep. we saw the concert. It was a good concert. We enjoyed it. Um First, I don't know for him. I think it was for him as well as me. The first concert that we'd ever just like paid our own money for and gone and saw a group that we wanted to see. You know, we were coming into our own. We were adults almost. Um, not smart, but we were almost adults. <laughs> but have your you have your own money to do right. your own thing. Right, right. At the time, we worked the same job. Um, installing wire shelves in homes that were just being built. And so we <laughs> bought these tickets and we went. And we saw Matchbox 20 and it was great. Uh, I don't honestly remember too much about the, the concert. I remember the big song at the time, which was... I don't remember any of the words of that song, um, but I remember that the video, he's standing on a like the top of a building, kind of in shadow, and I thought, you in shadow from the side, basically looking at him like shoulder first, you know, from the side profile, kind of looked like Kermit the Frog. Uh, that's what I remember about that. Anyways, so I remember him playing that song. He sat at the piano for that song on Mr. Rob Thomas. Um, mm-hmm. So, anyways, we that that was my first concert, and you know, we we turned around and went and saw the Bare Naked Ladies the very next day. 
So we we were oh, messing so you around. Stayed? Did you drive back up to Denver? We did. Yeah. Oh wow. We went home. I mean, it's like an hour and a half. An hour. Oh yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. But we came back mm-hmm. the next day uh, and bought tickets uh, to Bare Naked Ladies. They were playing at the Pepsi Center, and we came back up and went to that the very next day. We we bought those the day of. So like how like like how how was like getting to the concert and like the actual like um, venue and stuff like that like I mean because the because DU is significantly smaller than it is but it's like yeah but DU has a huge hockey team and it was Mm -hmm. the hockey arena is where they played so oh so you're like on the you're like above them right. So they're down on the floor in the middle. So it's a you know it's a stadium feel, but it's not a huge you know it's not mm-hmm. a huge it's not a Pepsi Center. It's not a huge basketball arena, you know. But it's still a good size. Like a lot of people could go watch those games. I, I would be hard pressed to give you a good guesstimate of like how how many people that would hold. But it was a good amount. Like they sold out. You know they. Their, their hockey team's good, and they uh, a lot of people went to those games. So, I mean, it was good. It was a good amount. It's a good first concert, I think. It's not, you know, it was, it didn't feel intimate. Like, the it was big enough that it didn't feel, like, there was a ton of people there. But we got there right. real early. We were in the front of the line at the doors before the doors opened. Um, so we didn't have any issue, and it was a way different the next day when we went to the Bare Naked Ladies concert. We're at the Pepsi Center. We're way up in the nosebleeds because we just bought them the, the tickets that, that day. You know? Right. Um, and I don't think they had at the Matchbox 20 concert, I don't think they had like a screen showing the concert. It was small enough that basically everyone could see the stage well enough mm-hmm. to enjoy it. Where at the Pepsi Center there people are filming it and sending the live feeds up to these big monitors, you know, so that people up in the nosebleeds can see in more detail what's happening, you know, and I think I even bought, brought like binoculars and stuff. (laughs) You're like, we're doing this concert, right? We got to do this up, man. Um, Mm -hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, I would have to say the Bare Naked Ladies concert was better. No offense, Rob Thomas and crew, but uh, they, they killed it. So, anyways, there you go. Yeah, and so that's, I mean, that's interesting to do it right back to back. Because, I mean, I, I, I mean, I definitely, we went on a whim for, uh, for Casey and the Sunshine Band. Uh-huh. She was kind of just like, oh, yeah, like, it's like, do you want to go? And, like, that was the thing, like, she, she, the girl I went with, she really didn't know like case in the sunshine band at all uh-huh. and so she's just like do you want to go to this concert and i was like eh, i don't know she's like it's like casey in the sunshine band i'm like oh heck yes yes i will totally go to that because <laughs> like i mean i probably like i've been invited to other concerts and stuff like that and i'm like ah, i don't want to pay to like go see anybody <laughs> really at this point right um but yeah, like definitely, uh, Casey and the Sunshine Band. I was like, I am totally down for this, and yeah, I'm, I was trying to look up to see how many seats it was, but yeah, it's not it's not very big no. at all, and so, um, which is nice, nice um, man. 
actually. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's interesting cause like, you know, you're kind of like, I wonder what, what they've been doing, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> has, has he been just touring constantly for the last, you know, I'm, however long, as but, long as he could, I'm sure. Like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Who knows? Yeah. It's been a minute. Bogus, yeah, bogus, I'm going to definitely bogus, say it's like, shoes. like 500 people. So nice. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'd be down to see some other things. I don't know. I'm, I guess, I guess you could definitely say, you know, there's that social aspect, just like we were talking about being grossed out of a concert, you know? Right. Um, like, I'm not a fan of the live version of albums, typically. Um, okay. But if I was there and, like, see them perform That's and everything, right. then, then it's totally different. Then it's like, yeah, like, I can, you know, I can get into them going a little off or I can get into them like getting the crowd to sing you know back and forth or something like that but when I'm listening to like the album itself I'm like oh my gosh like um, <laughs> you know I'm right. not paying for you I'm not paying for you guys to sing like stuff like that but that's hilarious um, yeah so I definitely would say that there's that that big social like fun aspect of it for sure. Um, for sure. I've been I've been to since then. I've been to like Van Halen randomly when. Um, really. Um, yeah. Um, Who was singing? And then. Uh, yeah, you're. you're um, um, people are gonna be really mad at me. Because <laughs> um, is it is it is it David Lee Roth? Is he? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He yeah. he he was back. He was back. Okay, Diamond Day. And 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 he told some weird stories. I bet. <laughs> and he got really awkward. I bet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and everything. Um, and That's then, um, and then yeah, just some other um, little like um, music festival things with people that you know. I think Ludacris was one of the headliners mm-hmm. at one of the ones we were just walking around, but... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, like, I definitely would say, um, I, I don't know what it is, like, it has, to, it has to be somebody, like, I know all the words to the music. I think that's the really most fun. enjoy it. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would go to, like, a Neil Diamond concert at this point, or... Right. Um, or something like that, because, um... And it was, it's interesting because, like I said, like I've gone to a lot of stand up comedians and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And I think Brian Regan said it best in one of the ones that he, that I went to with him. Um, people were shouting at him to do different bits, right? Right. Like, do, do Pop Charts, you know, and stuff like that. And he's just like, he's like, I, and he's, he's like, it's always so funny to me when people are like shouting at me to do these, these different bits. Because it's like, comedy has like an element of surprise. Right. I mean, you're not going to be like sitting there and just be like, huh, that's just how I memorized it. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> right. And so it's like, that's, that's very true. I mean, like, you might enjoy watching a comedian and 
watching the same bits and everything like that, but it's just not the same as like music, I would say. You no, kind of yeah. want a little bit of a new element. Right, more. right. It's all, was this all his same material? I've seen it. You know, and like you said, if you're in a big enough concert, right? Like, what's the difference, except for that social element, what's the difference than watching it, like, at home? You know? Like, yeah, it's just you're watching, you're watching a worse feed, you know, but it's that energy, I guess, that you really want. Yeah, it's energy. It's just like feeling the music because when you're there, the music is so loud. Like it's, you know, it's a yeah. whole thing. Where you're sitting there with your little headphones in and watching it, it's not, you know, even if the sounds mm-hmm. good, you know, and it's right. not a two bit phone recording, mm-hmm. it's still like, oh, cool, this is cool, but it's not. Mm-hmm. You're not immersed in it, like right. when you go to the thing. But, you know, I agree. I've been to concerts where I, like, I like enjoyed the bands, but I didn't know the songs and stuff. And uh, it was enjoyable for me as a musician because I just watched them play. And I'm like, okay, that's gross. That's stupid. <laughs> like, you know? Right. Um, and, uh, you know, people have accused me of, like, not enjoying it. They're like, why didn't you enjoy that? Wasn't that... And I'm like, I did. All I did was watch the guys the whole time. What do you think? Like, was memori- <laughs> mesmerized by what they were doing, you know? And mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I just, I didn't know, like, I couldn't dance and sing because I didn't know the songs, really. But, like, I enjoyed what they did, you know? Right. So it's a different, right. exactly. it's a different thing. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, should we get some new? Let's do some new. What's What is your... New for to do. Well, I I've tried that joke before. Can't get into it too much, but I started a new book, and Ooh. it is crazy. I'm not far into it here, but <laughs> okay. Um, I uh, podcast uh, referencing another podcast. Is that cool? I don't know. Um, but I, I listened to. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's cool, right? Okay, I. Yeah. I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast when he had on this guy, uh, Tom O'Neill. Tom, okay. o- Tom O'Neill is a journalist, and he, for the last 20 years, basically, has been studying the Manson murders. Or, or not studying, but like journalizing, you know, uh, digging into it, researching, trying to find out new things about this stuff and all this. And he's like, I. It's an interesting story because he didn't care about the, those things at all and never really had looked into it. And it was sorry, for, the Manson what? The Manson murders, you know, Charlie oh. Charlie Manson and I. I am I am not hearing you well. I heard Manson Burgers. Mm, the different B? different story. Different. And yes. I heard that those burgers <laughs> kill. They're so good. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tomb. Anyways, so he made all these claims and stuff in this podcast that I was like, I got to listen to this book because this sounds mm-hmm. crazy. Um, some of the stuff that he was under, able to uncover, he got this assignment as a magazine assignment that he was supposed to have like an article in within like three weeks. He's been doing that for 20 years. Oh, uh, gosh. He finally came out as this book that he released in 2019. 
called, uh, let me pull it up. Chaos, Charles Manson, the CIA, and the Secret History of the 60s is what it's called. Jeez Louise, that is a title and a half. It's a mouthful, but it's pretty concise (laughs) when it has to do with all the things that it covers, this book covers. And uh, anyways, if you're interested in that kind of thing at all, the inner Mm -hmm. connection between... uh, Lots of stuff that happened in that decade, but that kind of, I don't know, he, he, it came out of researching these murders and trying to find out new things about it that no one reported and, you know, mm-hmm. how the stories don't match up and, you know, whatever. Right. Um, it's crazy. So for those who are interested in it, like, listen to the, the Joe Rogan podcast of it. Like, it's you know, if you're that, that'll get you in and be like, uh, what? So anyways, I've found the book at my local library and rented it or rented it, checked it out electronically. And I'm listening to the audiobook. So nice. Anyways. So that's new with me, man. What's new with you? Um, so we are, um, in the effort of repainting the inside of our house. Nice. And so we started with the bathroom downstairs. Uh-huh. So we're like, let's pick a room that we, you know, don't, like, we're not immediately using all the time. So we can, like, you know, get this process started and all right. that kind of stuff. So made the decision to do it. I mean, uh, like, well, in the fact of, like, taking the fixtures off the walls, you know, the, the towel racks and, um, okay. you know, yeah. the mirror, the mirrors and, you know, all that kind of different stuff to make sure that we're um, really painting everything and not just, you know, like, painting stuff. Painting that, sections. You know, yeah, painting sections and all that kind of stuff. But as I'm doing this, like, the the thing that's sucking is that it's making so much more work because now we have to like, because the person, the previous person didn't do that. Uh-huh. It, like it, peel, it peels off like drywall and stuff like that because there's like, just a, like a thing of paint stuck uh-huh. to the bottom of the towel rack, you know, that they didn't clean up. And so when I, you know, pull that off the wall, it just like, you know, Tore. so now I got to like, retexture the wall and I got to fill holes and <laughs> yeah and there's like and they it was like white on some parts and then this one wall was like this dark poop brown like weird <laughs> I don't know um <laughs> and uh and like the white parts you realize that like they've also like recalked the um like the little countertop uh-huh. and everything but they just like let like the caulk like just like smear up the wall so it's white on white so that didn't matter to them but then when i go to paint it and i'm trying to edge it it just doesn't uh, paint over because uh-huh. it's just this you know waterproof caulk stuff and i'm just like oh my gosh now i have to strip this and re-caulk the stupid thing uh and there's just like thing after thing after thing that just like compounded on itself and to the point where I'm like, okay, if I'm going to actually get 
and do this well, like, so it looks good even behind the toilet, I should take the tank off of the toilet, right? Because I can definitely tell they haven't painted behind the tank, and it was, like, that brown color, so it's, like, very contrasty. So I take the tank off the toilet. We're doing everything, you know, and takes a couple of, you know, takes a couple of days and everything. But then one day, like, when the paint's dried, um, in the morning, I woke up, and... My wife was in the shower upstairs, and uh-huh. I really had to use the facilities. Uh-huh. So I had to go downstairs, and I had to reassemble the toilet <laughs> as quickly as humanly possible <laughs> before I could use it, because I couldn't use it and then reassemble it. I had to reassemble it first, and it was terrible. <laughs> I'm just like, Ugh, just trying to get the, it's like, oh, you better screw in and you better not leak because I am, can only do this once. Oh. <laughs> it was oh, terrible. That's rough, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, but, uh, but it looks great. So that's, but, uh, that's done. So more rooms to come. Nice. And, that's awesome. Uh, that's our podcast. That's so, our podcast. Thanks everybody. We appreciate it guys. Nice. All right. Bye.